0: Greetings and welcome to the Writer's Anointing Podcast, where we guide you through hearing from God in the writing process and unleashing your writer's anointing. I'm your host, Stephanie Alton, CEO, Chief Publishing Officer, and Literary Doula with Cocoon to Wings Publishing. If you are a new or existing writer who knows you've been purposed by God to write the book the world has been waiting for you to share... Join me every Tuesday for a new episode where I'll be sharing revelations from the Lord, ideas, tips, and tools to help you write your book. Thank you for your support and for subscribing. Now, let's get right into the show. Hey, 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 everybody. Welcome back for another episode of the Writer's Anointing podcast. I'm Stephanie Outen, your literary doula, here to share more nuggets of wisdom to guide you through unleashing your writer's anointing so you can write the story the world has been waiting for you to share. I'm so honored that you make the decision each week to tune into the shows and that you allow the Holy Spirit into your writing process through this podcast. Now, writing is not always easy but it is so worth it when you discover the tools and techniques that will allow you to flow in your writing. Now, last week, I gave you four tips to help you determine if you should write fiction, nonfiction, or both so that you can stop being scared to tell your story. If you clicked the link in my podcast, then you should have also received a couple of free downloads by now that will help jumpstart your writing process. I'll be offering three more free downloads so you can really get actively engaged in your writing process. So click the link on my podcast page. If you have the Anchor app, you can go directly to my page, The Writer's Anointing, or you can go to anchor.fm slash writers anointing on the Internet. Follow the instructions on my podcast page to get the past two weeks downloads as well as today's. For those of you who grabbed last week's download, you will automatically get today's as well. So no need to click the link again. If you didn't see your download come to you, check your promotions or spam folder or your junk folder, whichever one you have, and add my email address to your safe list so you can easily get these downloads directly to your inbox. Now, I love getting all those logistics out of the way first so we can get right into the show. And today's show is a doozy. Fertile ground for literary conception. Fertile ground for literary conception. Woo! That's a whole mouthful and a whole word all by itself. The Holy Spirit gave this topic to me for my annual anointed writer's retreat last year, and I give all praise to him for these weekly topics because while I do consider myself a great writing coach and literary doula, he's my coach for what needs to be shared with his scribes. My approach with one client may be totally different with another one, so I seek his wisdom on how to coach and share with those he's appointed to me. Now, this topic is really near and dear to me because it speaks volumes to how we have to posture ourselves in order to bring forth our literary babies into the world. Now, I know there are some men who may be listening and thinking, is this for me or is she just talking to women? No, no, my brother. This is for anyone who knows that God has anointed them as a scribe, as a writer ready to bring forth stories into the world. So did you know that the preparation process for conceiving your story can be likened to preparing yourself to conceive a baby? On average, there are about seven steps that a man or woman should take when they're preparing to conceive. Now, not everyone is fertile, okay? Not everyone is fertile. Whether that be for human pregnancy or literary pregnancy, not everyone is fertile. But there are some steps you can take to create that fertile ground for human conception, as well as literary conception. Now, in the very first episode of the show, I gave you five steps to conceiving your story. Those steps were all about hearing from the Holy Spirit to figure out how to begin. But have you considered whether or not your ground is even fertile to bring forth the story? When I was married and trying to conceive a child, my then-husband and I tried and tried with no success. Neither of us thought to go get checked out in the earlier years of our relationship. We just thought timing was off. And at the time, we both traveled a lot for work. We missed a lot of those ripe opportunities to conceive. But what we didn't know, which we later came to find out, is that my eggs were considered old. Now, I'm not going to go into that whole story, but basically when you have old eggs, it's much harder to conceive naturally. So essentially, my ground was not fully fertile to conceive a child at that time. But my God, he will take what the doctors call old eggs and turn them into something new. So instead of conceiving a physical baby, he allowed me to conceive a literary baby. But there were some things that I had to go through in order to conceive my literary baby. It wasn't easy. I had to cultivate my writing seed and prepare my soul for conception. So you heard me say before that on average, there are seven steps to prepare for physical conception. Well, today, I'm gonna share three of those steps with you and how they relate to literary conception. So as always, This is the part of the show where you grab your notebook and a pen, whatever you use to take notes, so you can discover the steps to help you in the literary conception process. So let's jump right in. Step one to physical conception. Get your pre-conception checkup, which means schedule a doctor's appointment to help prepare you for the things you may need to do in order to conceive. When we relate this to literary conception, What does that look like? Well, I'm glad you asked because I, um, well, actually, before I even wrote one word of my first book, I consulted God. He was my preconception checkup. Now, that may not be the same for everyone. Hopefully that is if you are an anointed writer, if you're a scribe, that he's your preconception checkup preconception checkup, but he was mine, okay? He was the doctor I went to in order to help me prepare for writing this book. I mean, he gave me the idea, so I had to consult with him for the strategy to prepare for an undertaking I had never experienced before. I also talked to my then-husband about it. We were just coming off of the heartache of a failed in vitro fertilization attempt. And I knew that my book would in some way deal with the issue of fertility. So I wanted his guidance as well on how far I should go with that storyline. You know, some of you may have friends, you have a close confidant. Think about it. Who will you go to for your preconception checkup? Who will you turn to that will help you prepare for your writing undertaking? Process that and pray about it so that you're aligned with the Holy Spirit and with the right person or people in the preconception process. Now, step two to physical conception, identify health conditions. Basically, that means you have to find out if you're healthy enough to conceive physically, emotionally, and spiritually. And let me tell you, This is a big one right here for me. This is a big topic for me. In episode two of the Writer's Anointing podcast, I talked about inner healing and deliverance and how essential they are to the writing process. Just like a man and woman have to ensure they don't have any underlying health conditions when they're trying to conceive, scribes, those anointed writers, must also ensure that we're healthy enough to conceive our literary babies. Now, let me emphasize this. I said, are you healthy enough to conceive, okay? Does that mean you have to be all the way healthy, 100% in good health to conceive? Absolutely not. God can do anything when we allow him to work in us. The same goes for you in writing. Now, I wasn't fully healed emotionally, spiritually, or even physically when I wrote, Is This the Way to Joy? But I was healthy enough to conceive my first beautiful literary baby. What I will say, though, is my process could have been much smoother. It may not have taken me three years to write that book if I had been introduced to deliverance and inner healing back in 2013 when I was going through my fertility journey. As scribes. Those of us who are anointed by God, those of us who hold the pen of the ready writer, we must ensure that we are set free and delivered from those things that will block us up in life and the writing process. We must go through our inner healing journey so that we understand how to inspire, motivate, help, and heal others through our writing. This thing right here is so important to me. I need all my anointed writers, male and female, to understand how critical your healing is to the writing process. Now, it's so critical that next week I've invited Minister Annette D. Brown to be my first guest on the show. Minister Annette will walk us through the deliverance and the inner healing process to help us understand the link between them and writing from a place of healing and wholeness. I'm so excited about that because between Dr. Earl D. Reed and Minister Annette Brown, my whole life has been transformed by the deliverance and inner healing ministries that they each have. So hold on to your seats because next week's show is going to be fire, okay? (laughs) So in this process of identifying your health conditions in order to write, Who will you allow the Holy Spirit to send in your path to help you close up those soul wounds that have kept you bound and locked up from writing your story? Who will guide you through identifying your health conditions? Now, lastly for today, step three, take supplements. Take supplements, okay? Women who are preparing to conceive are told they need to take folic acid and prenatal vitamins to ensure a healthy fetus. But what do we take as writers to ensure we have a healthy literary baby? Now you all know, if you've been following me since the first episode, that I'm always going to share with you the things that I did, but it's up to you to allow the Holy spirit to speak to you about the things that you should be doing. For me, My supplements were prayer, reading books similar to what I wanted to write, and soliciting the help of a writing coach. You heard me mention Emily Claudette Freeman as my editor last week, but she also served as my writing coach in the writing process when I didn't have a clue what I was doing. I had no idea what I was doing, and she really helped me. She taught me how to bring my story together, how to, how to breathe life into it, how to add the subtleties that would make it a great book. She mentored me and helped me become the writing coach that I am today. I'm forever indebted to her for sharing her craft with me and never feeling like her pouring her gift into me would take away from her. She recognized there's room for all of us to use our gifts in the way God calls them forth. So she's one of my greatest supplements in preparing to conceive every story idea that God brings to me. Now I just need to write them. (laughs) So I stay in prayer on what to write. And if I feel like I'm writing something that's outside of what God wants me to share, I stop. I just stop. I erase it. And I go back to the drawing board, which is prayer for me. Okay. Now you heard me mention last week about reading fiction before trying to write it. So that's one of my other supplements. I read great fiction because I want to write great fiction. I also read great fiction and nonfiction so that so that I can better coach my writing clients in their writing process. That's a supplement that ensures or helps me to ensure that my and my client's literary fetus is in good shape. So who or what are your supplements? Who or what will you add to your writing process to help you prepare to conceive? Okay, so I've shared three of the seven steps with you today. For further information about these steps and the remaining four steps, You can join us at the next Anointed Writers Retreat in Orlando, Florida, in August, where you'll be fully exposed to creating fertile ground for literary conception. Now, let's just pray that COVID-19 won't hinder us hosting this retreat in person, but don't worry. I'm always working on ways to bring you what you need, whether in person or not. So if you're just tuning in today for the first time, I would encourage you to go back and listen to the previous shows. They're filled with a ton of information to help you unleash your writer's anointing. Now, don't forget to tune in next week when my special guest, Minister Annette D. Brown, will walk us through deliverance and inner healing for the writing process. I'm excited about this show if you can't tell, so you don't want to miss it. Now, as always... I pray you were able to get something out of today's show. If you enjoyed what you heard, please favorite the show by clicking the star on my podcast page on anchor through the anchor app. You can also find this show on Spotify. And remember, if you have a question that you'd like for me to answer on the show, leave me a voice message on my podcast page. And if I pick your message, I will play it and answer it on the show. Also, remember to click the link on my podcast page to gain access to this week's free download to help you on your writing journey. If you're new to the show, once you sign up for today's download, as a bonus, you'll also receive the previous downloads as well because I want to keep you all actively engaged in your writing process. So that's it for today. I'll be back next Tuesday with more of the writer's anointing you can stop by my website at stephanieouten.com. That's stephanieouten.com to connect with me and schedule your 30-minute complimentary consultation. And during that consultation, I can talk with you about the various programs and services I offer to help you write your story. I'd love to serve as your literary doula on your writing journey. Now, I'm always writing something, whether it's a book, notes in my notebook or ghost writing for someone else, I'm always writing something and you should be too. Until next time, be blessed.